It's time for a Shway Media Podcast. Tonight, anti-intellectualism. A word describing the increasing trend of willful ignorance and stupidity? Or just a word made up by globalist George Soros to perpetuate the idea that you are crazy for believing that the Earth is flat and that solar panels will, quote, suck the sun dry? Smartly find out the answer that only you could know. Tonight on America the Podcast. Hit it. Back. Hello, America. It's America, the podcast. I mean, I did have fun when we were on Atlantis, but you know, Queen Elizabeth was just kind of an abrasive drunk the whole time. She threw one of her rings at me when we were playing that charades game or whatever. Oh, it's not like you haven't had royalty throw something at you before. We've all been hit in the head by one of Liz's rogue rings. Besides, why are you even complaining? Marilyn Monroe herself sang you happy birthday, didn't she? Well, yeah, but I mean, it was super awkward, though. John Kennedy kind of kept giving me the death eye the whole time. Oh, those are just his soulless Catholic eyes. Besides, I thought he'd be used to it by now. She sings happy birthday to everybody. Okay, so, but, so they all just fake their own deaths, man? Like, they all, every famous person just up and moved to Atlantis? That's about the skinny of it, yes. I mean, why would they do that? Is it like Death Becomes Her, where they get like a secret elixir and live forever? Uh, no. Like, what's the deal? No, no, I mean, no. This just sounds like some crazy conspiracy stuff. Uh, all right, you caught me. You weren't actually on Atlantis. Wait, what? Are you serious? But I remember everything. I, I remember feeling and touching things. Well, that might have been the LSD. Wait, LSD? You mean acid? What What did you do to me? Now keep in mind it was your birthday, and I was about to make a lot of money. What? what? A lot of money? What the hell do you mean, man? Well, this virtual reality company that I have invested in uh, needed a test subject for their new Atlantis game, so I thought, well, it's Tim's birthday, so I'll put a vial or so of LSD into his coffee and strap a headset on him and make him think he's in Atlantis for a few days hanging out with David oh my Bowie. God days i was in there for, i was in virtual reality for days oh don't worry i fed you pizza through a tube besides you had oh fun God. didn't you hmm? I, I, I mean yeah it, it was fun but it i mean it wasn't real well of course not david bowie's dead the queen of england lives in england and atlantis doesn't exist at least that's what they uh, <clears throat> told me to say all right fine man but you know that was still we, we spread fake news like, we, you, on this show, we told people that Atlantis existed and that David Bowie wasn't dead. Like, that wasn't true. We spread fake news to people. We can't do that. That's what's wrong with the world. Mm, well, I do have to admit that your point is a smartly one, especially considering that Pope Francis recently said that fake news is the equivalent to being sexually aroused by feces. Dude, I said stop spreading fake news on the show, man. I'm not. That's actually what he said. Wait, wait, for real? Yes, frill. Jesus, it is so hard to tell what is what. How did it get this bad? Is this, like, your fault or something? Kind of, sort of, yes and no. I cannot take full responsibility for the spread of fake news, but I can tell you how it started and how we as Americans can stop the spread of fake news. Well, then the uh, mic is uh, yours, I guess. Good, because I'm going to take it home after work. Anyways, America, hello! Wait, sorry, I did that backwards. Hello, America! It's me, the Bastard, and welcome to episode three of America, the podcast, season two. 
So, the question of the day. How do we get rid of fake news? Well, I have the answer. Invest in education and stop letting Russians buy political ads in America. Well, all right. That's lunch. Let's go. It's America, the podcast. No, no, no. Sit back down. That's all not all right. of it. Come all on. right. Fine, fine, fine. Okay. Well, they're not going to like it. They're not going to like what, man? Well, the reason fake news works so well, of course. I mean, it's the same reason people believe in conspiracy theories, like the moon landing being faked, or Gwyneth Paltrow stopped drinking human blood in 1998, when in fact she stopped drinking it in 1996, or the lizard people living in the center of the earth, or the earth itself being flat, or the... Uh... The fact that if you put solar panels in your town, they might drain all the energy out of the sun. Well, the Gwyneth Paltrow thing, I'm pretty sure we all knew that, but, I mean, what is- what about the solar panels? What- is that true? Obviously. Would I lie to you? Yes. Don't answer that. Okay, well, what happened, man? Uh, well, in 2015, a town in North Carolina rejected a proposal to have a bunch of solar panels installed in their town because they were led to believe that these solar panels would suck all of the energy out of the sun. What the- how did they get convinced of that? Well, it might have been, uh, <clears throat> indirectly, slightly my fault. Of course it was. Hey, that's mean. And irregardless, this was just a bet gone wrong. I bet one of my lobbyist friends that he couldn't convince an entire town that solar panels would suck all of the energy out of the sun. I made the bet because I thought it was a sure thing. Who knew he would convince the majority of the town that solar panels would suck all the energy out of the sun? Jesus. Well, alright. Well, then, what is the reason? Why Why did all these people believe that? Why do people believe in Flat Earth? Why do people not believe Gwyneth Paltrow drinks human blood? Well, one word. Anti-intellectualism. What, what was that? Well, it is supposed to rain today, and I do think you have a coyote problem in the field behind your house. But I digress. This new wave of self-induced ignorance and stupidity is the core problem of why fake news and conspiracies are so commonly believed. Large numbers of Americans are more likely to trust the validity of a Facebook post paid for by Russian trolls rather than believe the expert in the field that they are researching. They see these posts and automatically declare themselves an expert in whatever subject they are currently memeing about. Ugh. Did you ever see that show with the Pretender in the 90s? Uh, I... Think so? You know the man Jared, who could master any profession and become anybody he needed to be at will. Uh, sure, I think I remember it, but w what's your point? Well, it's kind of like that, except more nationalistic, nobody's an expert, and your aunt is still just as ignorant as she was before she shared that meme from MAGA for life. I think I get what you're saying. Yes, and it's perpetuated more by people on the right and even on the left. Anti-intellectualism. <laughs> is a tactic used by politicians in an effort to deter people from educating themselves and thinking critically about the oppressive policies that said politicians try and put forth on a regular basis. I should probably go bring in the patio furniture. That is probably a good idea. Listen, America, I am trying to put this as delicately as possible in my big, scary, Ivy League elitist smart guy words that are so terrible for some reason. Your politicians are trying to keep you stupid. Plain and simple. I mean, it's totalitarianism 101. And if that word's too big and scary in Ivy League for you, let me put it this way. It's really Hitlery. 
as in of Hitler and of Alexander the Great and the Christian Church of Old and the Confederate States of America and every other oppressive regime that has ever existed in the history of America, including America, America. That's right. We have pushed anti-intellectualism. In different countries across the globe and still continue to influence the populations of said countries almost on a daily basis. Holy so it should come shit. as no surprise that we were hacked and influenced by the Russians in 2016. Uh, bad, uh, uh, bastard? Can you come here? It's time to wake up, America. Remember, being intelligent is not a bad thing. It is actually a very, very bigly, bastard. greatly, smartly thing for you to do. Bastard. In the words of the mystical elves of Schoolhouse Rock, Knowledge is power. Now, let's move on. I want to tell you about my upcoming Senate re- Feb. What? Dude, there is a pack of wolves outside to see you. They asked for you by name. You mean my given Christian name, not the bastard? Yeah, the whole name. Oh boy. Well, I knew this day would come. Don't worry, I'll handle it. Where did you get a longsword? I told you, I'm very old. Okay, well, better question, what is this all about? Well, do you remember last season when I fought that bear? Yeah. Well, it's related to that, but I'll explain next time. Right now, I have a pack of wolves to battle. Well, if it isn't Patches, king of the wolves, you think you can just come to my house and challenge me to battle? So be it. How about you? Oh shit, okay, um, I'm gonna go stop this before it gets any worse. Um, we'll be right back uh, with Alana Matos um, from Shway Media. It's America, the podcast! And we are back. So as you heard at the top of the show, we are discussing anti-intellectualism. And for those of you who do not know what that is, anti-intellectualism is defined as hostility to and mistrust of intellect, intellectuals, and intellectualism, commonly expressed as depraction, which means disapproval of, of education and philosophy and the dismissal of art, literature, science as impractical and even contemptible human pursuits. Um, with me today is our Shui Media business manager, frequent guest, and immigrant, <laughs> and semi-intellectual, I would say, Alana Matos. Say hi, Alana. Hello. You can find Alana on Instagram and Instagram only, um, taking cute-ass pictures of dogs, at Hufflepuff and Tonks. Yes, Harry Potter. All right. Um, so, anti-intellectualism. Yes, that um, <laughs> definition from Wikipedia is full of... Full of big words. Of <laughs> <laughs> big, big, Inter dumb intellect words. <laughs> yeah, big words. And just like my initial reaction to that, the, the last part, especially that, you know, art and science are even like contemptible pursuits for a human to have. Yeah. It's interesting. I, I like part of me gets it, you know there's basic parts of life that have to get done, mm -hmm. right? Like we don't all have time to sit around and study and just daydream. And mm -hmm. I, I, mean, I get it. Like there are practical parts of life that have to be done and, and people work long, hard hours to do that. But that doesn't mean that the, 
pursuit of science and art is a bad thing. Right. I, do, I, yeah. Do you think, uh, and I, well, you, I know you don't think this, but does uh, <laughs> being an intellectual make you an elite? Like the term elitist gets thrown around a lot on like Fox News where they talk about these elitist intellectual liberals yeah. from Hollywood, blah, 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 blah. But like elitist is always getting thrown around a lot yeah. in conjunction with intellectual that isn't i mean so before the show we looked up the definition of elite yeah and it's essentially the best yeah a select part of a group that is superior to the rest in terms of ability or qualities so that in some ways is like an indisputable fact Mm -hmm. there are some people within certain groups that are better than others at things yeah it's not surprising i mean stephen hawking is smarter than all of us when it comes to astrophysics right and like of that sort. anything you mention music science mm-hmm. art you probably off the top of your head can think of somebody in every one of those groups right. that is known for that thing because they are better at it mm-hmm. it's not a bad thing and it's not something it's definitely not something that um you know they're choosing for themselves it's just their ability is putting them in that category now people take that word and then i think tie it to i think being an elite obviously is is not a bad thing it means that you're good at what you do now if you take that a step further and you start to treat people like less than you mm-hmm. then that's a whole different thing you're being an asshole at that right point. right yeah. yeah if you're if you have a superiority complex and you're gonna go around i'm the best and treat mm-hmm. other people like crap sure i get that but you nobody's know, really doing that like, right Barack Obama, they always referred to him this elitist intellectual, blah, blah, right. blah. Like, he wasn't going around acting smarter. He just was right, <laughs> smarter exactly. than a lot of people. And that brings us to that whole question of, don't you want smart people in charge of things? Mm-hmm. I mean, if to be elite means to be the best at what you do, don't you want elites right. Making the decisions, especially mm-hmm. when they're as important as the ones that president makes. Well, the mentality seems to be like, I want a leader that I can have a beer with and nothing right. more. Right. There was like, always that thing with George Bush. Oh, I feel like I could have a beer with him. Like, Good luck. The man's sober. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but no. I mean, yeah, sure. Cool. I guess that. Sure. Seems... You can have a leader you're buddy buddy with. But again, like, I don't. I don't want to be friends with the president. I want him to go do his job, not right. take a vacation to Florida every right. 10 and days. I mean, I don't know. Something about politics, it makes people weird. Like, I don't know why you would want to have a beer with your president. It's like you think about, you know, your pilot or mm-hmm. your surgeon. You don't want to have a beer with your pilot. You don't want to have a beer <laughs> no. with your surgeon. You want them to be the best at what they do. You want them to be the elite. Mm-hmm. Uh, that. I mean, it's pretty black and white. I don't know why in politics we have this idea that being the best is the is a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Being elite is a bad thing. And being intelligent, too, is right. a bad thing. Like, you're, they always say, like, I just said that that sentence for the definition of anti-intellectual has big words that us dumb people can't understand. Well, what, like, there's nothing wrong with not understanding certain things at right. all and like i mean i don't understand mechanics but a mechanic's not going to understand the you know for some maybe they will but like for uh like the benefits of global the global economy or how uh, the banking system works. right we you all know, have like, we all have our different strengths i mean i think as long as you're open to you know knowing realizing what you don't know and looking into it maybe if it's something that interests you look it up research mm-hmm. it educate yourself learn about it what's wrong with that right i mean kind of what I said at the beginning, I get like the stereotypical Republican 
country guy who's simple and just living his life and, mm-hmm. you know, um, doesn't want to, I guess, be intelligent. I get it. But why? Yeah, I mean, I, I get know. that you have your simple life to lead and you have things to do. Maybe you're a farmer and that's what you do and you work 13 hour days and you have you don't have time for anything else. I right. get that. The, I get the, it. You don't have to be in it, but you are uh, yeah, you're pursuing that one thing like it, it's not a huge benefit to know Shakespeare. Well, you could argue that there is and it isn't, but that's not a important right. to that person. So like it's not that pe- no one's trying to make it's one of the things that um, are in addition to the anti-intellectualism uh, definition that I saw on top of Wikipedia is that totalitarian governments manipulate and apply anti-intellectualism to repress political dissent. Right. Which brings it to the most uneducated areas in America is if you believe real facts and not the quote-unquote fake facts, um, that they are the ones that vote against their own interests quite frequently. Um, Kentucky, I mean, there's story after story yeah. you hear about Kentucky um, was lied or lied to about Obamacare. And yes, there are issues with that. And we can talk about it on another show, but they still uh, realize that they were being led on and they are voted opposite of what they do. And now they think a Democrat controls that area of Kentucky now or and multiple other times. So um, I just, yeah, it, it's it's a problem. It is. And the funny thing is, I'm sitting here thinking like, oh, anyone who hears this is going to think that we're a bunch of elitist liberals. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> because, we're, we're trying to talk about it. But that's the thing. We're talking about sociological issues when because right, this is so, something we know about and have studied before in our lives. Well, and, and, and it's to me, it seems like it's a lose lose. Like mm-hmm. us simply having this conversation makes us elitist. For some yeah. reason, mm-hmm. not by the dictionary definition of the word, but by some concept. And the thing is, I think what you said brings brings up this interesting idea that Republic, to me, the right, leaders on the right, the, you know, the Ted Cruz's and, and all of them of the mm-hmm. world, they are smart people. They Very have smart Ivy people. League educations. They're not stupid. You know, this idea that Donald Trump is just like the working man. I don't know where those people got that idea. (laughs) It was sold to them from the top. Right. I mean, Donald Trump, Ted Cruz, all of those, those men, they're not stupid. Right. They're smart. They have a lot of money on their side. They have, uh, research groups looking to see what is going to be the most easily sold idea. Right. And then they sell it to these people. Hook, line and sinker every single time. Yeah, I mean, you listen to interviews with people from these small struggling towns and they truly believe that Donald Trump is one of them. Mm-hmm. And I mean, where did they get that idea? Is it absolute trust? Because there, there's a story of, uh, I don't remember this guy's name. He said that in, he's our, oh yeah, he's our ambassador right now to um, Norway, I believe, um, or somewhere over in the Northern Europe. But he... <laughs> said here that um, politicians, that there's um, no-go zones in this country, the Netherlands, that's what it is, um, and 
that they're lighting politicians on fire. We have him on tape. He said that exact thing, um, not verbatim, but he said they're lighting politicians on fire and there's no go Muslim zones in these areas. And it's just not true. And they asked him about that when he went over there, a Norwegian uh, person, a reporter asked him this, a group of them, and he refused to flat out answer anything at one point where he just stood there silent. But he also said that, no, I never said that Mm -hmm. to this other person. I'm like, so is it, just either not the time to look up everything is like there we have friends that don't look, read all the news out yeah. there that is are they not having just time or are they just wanting to outright believe and move on with their lives is that the like could i really that be don't the know reason? i mean like we yeah we don't know <laughs> it, it's really hard to understand i mean for someone who watches you know fox news all day and that's just their source of mm-hmm. that's their source of news that's their i mean they're not going to get a different perspective. And mm-hmm. I guess, yeah, they trust that source to tell them the truth or maybe not even, I mean, I don't even think people nowadays care about the truth. I just think that they. Want... On either side, really. I mean, our side, the liberal side could be just as much. No, no that's MSNBC true. is basically the Fox news of the left. That's I mean, true. it really is. I, I like to think that I try to, be you know, objective. I don't sit yeah. around watching MSNBC 24 no. seven. I try to seek something else out in different perspectives but yeah mm-hmm. you're right there are people who just sit and watch that 24-hour news cycle whichever channel they're watching every one of them has their own spin they choose to trust it for some reason and mm-hmm. then they just go with it and people even <laughs> listen to was it four million or 40 god i hope it's not 40 um but every week listen to alex jones's show i think it's four million alex jones's show on yeah. youtube which actually um it, it might get banned after the shit they pulled um to call in the uh florida shooting survivors uh, actors and everything youtube has like a policy against something like that so they got a big old warning and might they won't get pulled. they yeah, well they might get banned for like a week or something like that but yeah, yeah big deal i but, mean he doesn't believe that newtown was real right yeah no so, no but he still he's semi-retracted that and everything and he's even gone on record here in austin uh saying that you know when he was in that fight for his kids he said that this, I, this is an act this is i'm doing this to and as an act and we've all or most, not, not we've all seen uh, the thing where they talk about how he sells supplements to try and keep his everything going. Yeah. And, but people still listen to that. And that's yeah. conspiracy theories. And that's a, that's what scares me the most. Because I was going to ask, like, what uh, what is the danger of being an anti-intellectual person? And things like, you know, the bastard was talking about flat earth or people thinking mm-hmm. that the sun is getting sucked dry by solar panels or, yeah. <laughs> you know, things of that crazy nature. Like, and, you know, th- believing the earth is flat isn't on the surface dangerous. Right. But at the same time, like, that's an idea that died out 700 years ago. Yeah. If not longer. I, I mean. might have been longer. I don't know. I, uh, I think the there are gonna there are always gonna be groups here and there, small groups of people that mm-hmm. believe kind of crazy outlier type things. But right. it's the it's when it becomes more mainstream mm-hmm. and then when Like believing Barack Obama started ISIS. Right. Kind of a thing. Right. Or yeah. that he wasn't but even smaller than that, like he wasn't the, even American. Wasn't born in the US. Who do we know that perpetuated that idea? Mm-hmm. Oh, Donald Trump. That's that right. was huge. I mean that For years. was a big mainstream thing mm-hmm. that uh, yeah but the thing so much so they printed that's... his birth certificate on coffee cups and I, if there's anybody <laughs> listening that has one of those i please send one to the show we would love <laughs> to have that coffee cup here 
<laughs> the thing I think that is the scariest, the dangerous part of it is what you said, where totalitarian governments mm-hmm. take advantage of this. And it's sad because, you know, people, whether by their own choosing or because they didn't have the opportunity to go and get a good education because they couldn't afford it or they didn't mm-hmm. have it available to them in their area, they are, you know, all they have is what they have around them. And mm-hmm. if they're, you know, if they grew up watching Fox News, that's what they're watching. That's all they have. They don't have the, uh, maybe they don't have the curiosity or the ability or the time to seek anything else out mm-hmm. or the interest to do it because they just have been raised on Fox News and that's what they believe. So why question it? And then you have people, our government leaders who come in and take advantage of that mm-hmm. and try to sell them these different ideas that oh this is going to be good for you when actually like you said it's something that if they pass is going to be completely against right. their own you know what's well, all those benefit. people that said that um no i don't get health insurance from obamacare i get it from the affordable care act right like, right and that, <laughs> the, yeah like that was an actual quote so from multiple many people. people like uh, that's that and that's, is what drove me crazy. To me, that's sad. To me, that is the government exploiting these people because they know that they are, you know, vulnerable because they mm-hmm. know that they are, I don't know. Same thing happened in Brexit, too, in your yeah, home country. They, li- they put up straight up lies on the side of buses. And absolutely. they might actually, like there, when they're lied to, might have another referendum, hopefully. like Yeah, but, I mean, you, I would hope. But you're right. Like, people... A lot of people trust their government to a T and, mm-hmm. and will... That's how it used to be in the 50s. Uh, Nobody, yeah. you, you don't question the government. The government right. told you, like, why would the government lie? Then you found out the government lied a right. lot. Right, which is scary. And so now we, you know... Mm-hmm. But to me, the danger of, of this anti-intellectualism movement is that people don't see that they're, they're being taken advantage mm-hmm. of. And, you know... Like I said, I want the smartest people in the world to be in charge. Right. I want the smartest person, you know, as my surgeon. I want the best pilot flying my plane. And I want the smartest minds leading the world. I just don't understand. I really don't understand why you wouldn't. Yeah, I don't. Like I said, with the how people were talking about the, um, Obamacare versus the ACA, too. Like, there's another group of folks I saw who, for years, it was the argument of, you're a moocher if you want free health insurance, if you want free college. Like, yeah. to not provide free college, which in a lot of very progressive, clean, everybody's happy-go-lucky and their fiscally sound countries have free health insurance and free college. Yep. Uh, was it Croatia um, that a friend of ours had just... Got back from free college, free healthcare, very nice. Iceland, Finland, all these places. You're so right there. You're suppressing one um, healthcare to keep underprivileged people from getting sick, thereby inadvertently killing them. Then you have no higher education. Like you fund schools via uh, property taxes. So if one area of land is just dirt, your school is going to be equally as such, most yeah. likely. Like. Uh, I mean, I think the most negative way to look at it is that, you know, they want to keep people stupid and sick yeah, so that they can take advantage of people, which is a horrible way to look at it. But it really sometimes is hard not to believe that because of... It's a dictator game plan. Yeah, I mean, because, I mean, you look at the way that, that, 
pharmaceutical companies, insurance mm-hmm. companies have, I mean, raised the AIDS price. I, like Martin Shkreli, that son of a bitch. Seriously, I I think again, it just is shocking to me that people, the people who are and true who think that they are anti-intellectual. I, I say think, but that they are because I really don't think that they know what they're, they're doing. Thre- they're get, uh, giving a yarn to you know listen to and like hearing this tale of this don't do right. this this I is mean, evil and liberal these people or something who like that. are That's in the you know these small for example these people who are in these small towns that used to have manufacturing jobs mm-hmm. they're all gone now they're struggling Cole's they're coming poor back. they all voted for donald trump they want to believe in him those people have this idea of anti-intellectualism thinking that you know that's what's wrong with the world Mm -hmm. globalism and progress that's what's wrong with the world we need to go back to manufacturing jobs and coal when what they don't realize is all the people that are that are in charge have a lot of money in their pockets and ivy league educations they're not yeah, you're you know, every person. You know, even Donald Trump went to what? Where did he go? Uh, some not a good school. Granted, know. he paid to get in there. I mean, George Bush went to Yale. Ted Cruz went I to mean, Harvard. They're all smart people who like, know what they're doing. Not a single one of these Republicans that you vote for that that tell you, "Oh, I'm I'm just like you." You know, yeah, you're not a common no, man. Not. They like they don't yeah. drink your Bud Light with you and watch <laughs> your football games. They sit in big mahogany. <laughs> chairs right leather chairs and mahogany and furniture conspire against you exactly like, sorry Drinking to say that hundred year old brandy <laughs> like they don't like and it's it's also just for the vague promise too of the the trickle down on top of uh, the whole mindset back in the day of pulling yourself up by your bootstraps yeah. that worked back in the 40s when you really did need to like try and do better and that's what helped our country succeed well yeah absolutely but- now we are so cash rich and more or less mm. and uh have such the infrastructure to provide these services and like what was one of the things for the coal country folks they had a um thing called arc i believe it was called um it was going to teach coal workers who are out of work how to code because coding right. this big old scary computer intellectual job to some of these people is the next blue collar job it's right. not going to be this big high paying job we need coders bad in austin texas alone there's four at any given time 400 just regular front-end development coding jobs available most of you probably don't know what that means but it's a very uh common i guess um from what i understand coding job and they don't say most of you don't know what that means that makes you sound Uh, exactly i mean maybe yeah maybe (laughs) all of you know what that means you know what that made me sound elitist and an asshole, so I'm sorry. <laughs> but I, I barely know what that means. So it's really, <laughs> I just understand that it's our, our first guest on this season, Alexa Schreffler is a coder. Hi, Alexa. But yeah, this perpetuating the idea of like pulling yourself up by your bootstraps that you could be a billionaire someday. Yeah. You can't. tell. That's, that's one of the other things, telling kids that you can do anything that you want. Yeah, I mean, I think that what Republicans have gone off is the idea that if you work hard, I mean, this is literally, you know, and you've heard Ted Cruz say it, if you work hard and you really try, then, you know, this country will do right by you and take care of you. That's bull. Yeah. That's complete crap. We have 40,000 homeless veterans. It would cost $24 million to house all of them. And we're about to spend $17 million on a military parade to honor veterans. That's I mean, th- that's the priorities that just pomp and circumstance. Yeah, like yeah. I mean, it just 
it's frustrating. It's very, very, very frustrating. And I'm not, I don't, obviously I don't have the answer. We don't, I mean this entire, I don't know how long we've been on now, but 20 minutes. <laughs> we yeah. obviously don't have any answers. Yeah, we just we have frustrations and complaints. And in and a, and a slight way, questions. I mean, don't, for some of these things, like one, educate people more, educate children more, which you, they, a lot of kids don't have access to proper education. And that's not a slight against teachers. That's just overcrowding and just circumstance on schools. I mean, oh, yeah. How many it's schools do they shut down? It's not a slight against teachers here? at all. It's They want funding. to arm them instead of paying for their school right. supplies. We need to pay teachers more. We need to fund schools better. We need to make sure that every kid gets into school and, and that that's they're... the most frustrating part. It's like... Because we do have these answers. We have the answer of giving people health care, funding teachers. It's right. like having answers to all the questions on Jeopardy and yelling it at the TV but and the nobody problem can is hear that you. you and I agree on that, but I guess a lot of other people and a lot of the right doesn't. And I don't understand why not. I, you know, being a teacher in this country is almost one of the most blue collar jobs that you can have the way that they're paid and treated nowadays. Yeah. It's barely a... a you know, the amount they have to put up with. Same with cops. Well-respected like, job. I mean, it's it's sad the way that they're treated in this country, and why anyone on the right would not want better funding and better schools and better educations. I mean, again, I it just it has to go back to the fact that people are easier to manipulate when mm-hmm. they aren't intelligent, and it allows government to control and make money off of you. I know it's. And they're going to keep doing it. And that's why you all need to go out and vote. As of right now, Seriously. the primaries are happening. Um, granted, you can only vote in your specific primary, Republican or Democrat. Whoever you are, whatever side of the aisle you're on, just look at the other sides. Even if you're a Democrat, look at some Republican stuff. I've John Kasich is a good guy. He's a good Republican. He's a very rare person, but that's a person that you could maybe get behind even if you didn't agree with a lot of the things. So there are good people on both sides, and there are a lot of good people on, or bad people on both sides. Well, and I mean, like, you and I always vote, and even for us, it was it's very overwhelming to oh, yeah. try to look up and see who's running, read about them, compare and contrast. I mean, it's it's overwhelming. We I voted mean, in the what, primary the other day. It was yeah, it, it was <laughs> like, very. So I I don't know, maybe you know. Go to a source, you know, a source that you trust, one maybe that leans more left, one that leans more right. Mm-hmm. See who they're endorsing, you know. Don't overwhelm yourself with research, but try to, you know, go to a couple of sources that you trust and get some guidance and just go and vote. Mm-hmm. And it that's what's the most important, I mean, the, the most yeah. important thing for any of us to do. It's it For those of you out there who do not think that your vote matters Tell that to the several counties where Hillary and or Donald lost by just a few votes yeah. um, in the past election. It happened both ways because it does happen. What hell? One uh, there was a senator. Before we go here, there was a senator in I, uh, I want to say it's Illinois that won by literally one vote, <laughs> and uh, it's a Republican too. So yeah. uh, liberals, conservatives, whoever you are, please um, go out vote and. Uh, Make your voice heard because it's the only way the country will change to your opinion. Don't just take our opinions here. You have your own opinions. Form your own opinions. Do your own research. Read. Try to read the unbiased stuff. Don't read Breitbart. Don't read Huffington Post. That's also my personal opinion. Maybe you maybe you might like it. Who knows? Yeah, you I know mean, what I mean? My thing but, is generally. <laughs> form your own opinions. Don't hate smart people and don't hate on intellectualism because... 
I mean, that's the intellectualism got us to the moon. Asking, bruh. yeah, I mean, asking <laughs> questions and learn. Not even, you know, sure, maybe you think going to the moon was stupid and a waste of money. Whatever, or not real but, at all. Who knows? <laughs> but whatever you do in your life, whatever you do, there is an opportunity for you to do it better mm-hmm. and grow and learn from it. And the only way for you to do that is to ask questions and learn. So no matter who you are or what you do learning is a good thing mm-hmm. knowledge is power like yeah. you, be, you can be powerful by the amount that you absolutely. know absolutely you like, know again look at the people who are in charge they're there because they have very big educations and a lot of money you know mm-hmm. i mean that's it's not a, a coincidence that smart people are rich yeah i mean now granted you can no, be that, stupid no, that's not what that's i was not gonna say that's not what i was gonna say it's, Clear that it's, <laughs> no it's not a coincidence that you know the people who are in charge are well yeah money that's a whole nother episode <laughs> yeah money and intelligence definitely don't correlate they do not Grunk go hand in is hand a, is they a very do not rich go person hand in hand. but you know the more that you educate yourself you start asking questions mm-hmm. it's going to affect the way that you vote it's going to affect your beliefs it'll affect your actual brain chemistry of just trying to yeah learn. absolutely um so yeah um don't necessarily you can, yeah well read a book but um <laughs> read just read read things read watch documentaries you don't like reading ask questions just ask questions like why is this the case why can an 18 year old buy an ar-15 in florida but can't buy a handgun until the age of 21 like ask ask those things like uh, broaden your horizons so um we are going to get out of here for this week uh thank you for turning tuning in once again america um to america the podcast i want to thank our guest alana matos again you can find her on instagram at hufflepuff and tonks um please remember to follow the show on facebook and instagram at america the podcast and on twitter now at our new handle at america the pod because podcast is one letter too long. Um, Follow our host, The Bastard, at Bastard Comedy, and follow me, Tim, uh, the producer of this show, at Shway Media. Um, Please have a great and safe week, America, and uh, remember that we love you, and remember to America as hard as you can. Good night. It's America, the podcast.